Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. Hi, I'm your host, Chrissy. I'm here for a solo episode. And while I do have a couple very important topics to cover and points to bring up and an outline to follow, I also feel like this is going to be a super random episode because right before I started recording, I watched a video of a girly who's driving in her car and a huge ass motherfucking spider is on the wheel. Like she, it like comes down from above and the spider is on her steering wheel, steering wheel, but she's driving. So she's just screaming. And I watched it like 20 times because that's, that's like such a huge fear that now I feel like it's going to happen to me just because I saw it happen. And I'm like really nervous about it. And it put me in a weird mood. I've also been completely back to back at work, like zero breaks. I think I had maybe like a 10 minute break the whole day in between calls. So I'm so frazzled and I've been talking so much, but I've been talking like about work, obviously at work. And so I feel like my, I'm going to be like saying work words right now, work words, because I'm recording just as, just as I was getting done with work. So yeah, I feel like it's going to be weird, but hi, how are you? It's been a minute since we've had a solo episode, but it doesn't feel like that for me because I've been recording Patreon episodes and putting out Patreon episodes and every single one of those is a solo episode so far. And so I've been doing this a lot lately, sitting down and talking into the mic and it's good. It feels really good, but I knew that for, you know, all all of the listeners, we needed to get a little catch up. It's been a minute. And I don't know. I just, okay, where to start? Yeah, we just, we need a good old fashioned catch up. And I'm fucking great. I am doing so, so well. I am really proud of my life right now. I feel really good. I'm having... I mean, arguably the time of my life (laughs) and things are going well. And so a big part of this podcast, right, is me sharing who I am because I can't really sit down with a guest and expect them to get vulnerable if I'm not doing the same thing with listeners. And so I put, I don't want to say like put off, but okay, so I do feel like I'm like I'm really going to stumble through this because it's uncomfortable for me and it's a vulnerable moment. So I hope that you will 
bear with me. Um, but it's an updated and it's a thing that impacts every single facet of my life and how I take care of myself. And yeah, it's just, I mean, it's like huge. So like, I guess I should just probably come out and say it right now since I've just had so much hype to it. So I'm in, I'm in a new single portal, a solo experience. I am unpartnered. Literally, however we want to say it, because no one anymore just says, me and my boyfriend broke up. Or like, we got divorced. <laughs> it's like, we are consciously uncoupled. Like, so however we want to say it, um, I'm, I am not in a relationship, a romantic relationship in this moment. And yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm feel like I'm stumbling a little bit because honest, it's, I feel tender about it. And that I think is because no matter what side of the situation you're on, breaking up with someone you love is really fucking hard. Like ending of a relationship is really fucking hard. And it's been, so this happened in July. I decided that we needed to end the relationship in July. And it's been, it's been a really kind of crazy ride. I, I really go into it in a lot more detail on Patreon and especially like leading up to Italy and all of that. So if you want more of the inside scoop, you're just going to have to join Patreon. Sorry, but I'm not sorry about that. Um, yeah, the, the whole experience, I think, has really, has been the most profound learning experience of my life. I, I, I truly can say that. Like, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, and I'm really grateful for the experience. And it's just showed me, basically, like, the whole, all, all of the work that I will be doing for the rest of my life. Um, you know, it really allowed me to come to this place where I now feel like I can be a really full version of myself, a really vulnerable version of myself and a version of myself who loves all different versions of myself. So it obviously it's sad and there's a lot of, there's a lot of grief and just change that goes into that. But ultimately you know, I'm just, I've just decided that like, I want the most, I want like an epic life. I want a big life. I want a full life. I want to learn a lot in this life. And that doesn't always come easily or that ha comes with like taking a hard path. And I believe that the universe will reward me because I'm choosing the hard thing. I'm choosing myself in a situation and I don't want to get into too much again, because I think there's just like an element of like, this is my private life. But again, it's hard. Those lines are really blurred here for me because I, because this podcast is a really vulnerable and like sacred space for a lot of people. And so like, if I'm not, again, like if I'm not showing up in that way, it just like throws off the whole fucking dynamic. And like, I'm, not about to have that happen. So I'm also just, just, just trying to kind of like look at my notes and like make sure I'm saying things with intention and being mindful. But 
yeah, it, it's it's kind of wild because, you know, obviously I went through a divorce. I'm going through another like long-term, very committed relationship. I've just been in situations that are unaligned for me. And I was really not being like free in myself and, you know, choosing other people or situations over my own. We know that it's hard and that's really not what I want this particular episode to be about. Maybe I'll do some Patreon. Maybe I think it would be good to explore the topic of being single in future episodes because I am just like on a mission at this point to like really let the girlies know that being single is so much fun and so empowering and it's like such a special prime time and this like beautiful opportunity to get connected with yourself and get clear you know on the kind of partner you want if that is indeed what you're looking for I am not looking for a partner at all right now like I intend to stay in my singledom in my single girliness for like a a minute right like I'm I'm loving this I'm loving this opportunity that I have to just like truly get to know myself and get back to who I am. I feel like this like younger version of myself who I haven't been with in a really long time. And that is like so full of hope and possibility and is really excited about life. And it feels fucking great. And I think that that's like the message that I want to, I, I want to be spreading about how I feel about the whole situation. I'm grateful for the relationship. I, you know, just like who I am, I don't know if I've learned yet how to unlove someone that I've loved before. Like if it was real and true for me, like I will always love you. I will always have love for you. I will always want absolute, like absolutely nothing but the best from you. Like that just like doesn't switch for me. And it's not, you know, it's really no different in this situation. But for me, where I am and how my life is going, things are lovely. And that's what I want to do on this episode. I just want to, like, catch up and talk about, like, what I've been doing, what I've been up to, all the fun I've been having. Um, if, If people are, again, like, if this is a topic of conversation that we really want to get going to want to get into then let me know hit me up in the dms um get a hold of me however you can get a hold of me and like let's kind of you know make make the story our own and and feel like how we want to talk about not being in partnership because i know that some girlies especially as the girlies get older and they think about starting families or like they, it's just something that they really desire, like to be in partnership and to be, you know, to be in a, to me, to be with a committed partner. And so not having those things can cause a lot of anxiety. But I just feel like that's not the story that's for me on this. And maybe it would be helpful for, for helpful for others to hear that perspective too. I am stumbling over every single fucking word I'm speaking today. This is so annoying. It's because I've been talking 
literally nonstop. I feel like my tongue is swollen. <laughs> I don't know how that would happen from talking, but okay. So let's talk about some really great fun times that I've been having lately. So as you know, I've been obsessed with affirmations and I wake up every morning and I do my affirmations and I do different affirmations every morning. I just go on Insight Timer. I've done a whole podcast episode about this, but I think it is important enough to repeat because I do believe that the affirmations changed my life. I started doing affirmations as soon as my ex-boyfriend moved out of the house, moved out of my house. And it's really been revolutionary. I've, I've said many times on, on why I love them so much, but you know, basically it just gives you a second to like get, get in touch with your body and how you're feeling as soon as you wake up in the morning and you start the day by just speaking positivity out loud. So no matter what you can tell me, I know that it's got to be good. It's got to be good for you. And so a lot of my affirmations have been around abundance or um, attracting wealth, prosperity, success. I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. I don't know. Like, I just pick randomly. I'll do self-love sometimes. I'll do confidence. I'll do health. I'll do abundance. Like, whatever. I don't care. Like, give all of it to me. I'm really not going to be picky on what I'm, the good things that I'm asking for in my life. Just, like, give me a healthy dose of everything. And so I was waking up one morning, and I had just finished my affirmations. And I'm pretty sure this one was, like, about abundance, And I got a text from one of the girlies and said, hey, my friend who runs the co-op on Camargo, a boutique called Co-op on Camargo. Um, I think it would just be the co-op now, actually. I think it's just the co-op. Sorry. My bad. Just the co-op. She is going out of town and she needs someone to run the store, like work the store and just be there. And, you know, is anyone interested? And, like, it's a paid job. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, that sounds so much fun that I literally just get to be like a shop girl, like a boutique owner for the day. And I love her stuff. I've, I've worked with her before and we've done some like modeling stuff and she has really cute stuff. I have clothes from there. So this was just like, ah, like a literal blessing from up above. So I immediately responded and I was like, yes, 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 I can. So I went in like the day before And she trained me like a little shop girly. Like I was such a little shop girly. She trained me. I got to like take a look at the inventory and and get a good sense of all the clothes. Um, Obviously, like how to use the computer system and what to do if someone makes returns, like all those kind of things. I should also preface by saying I have never worked in retail And, but I have always fantasized about it. Like this is, it's like a literal dream job, but I never worked in retail. And, but I've obviously had so many, I have had so many retail experiences in my life that I swear, like as I was doing this job on Saturday, because it was just me in the store, I was just like, acting like I knew how a retail worker is supposed to act. It felt so fun. It was like, oh my God, it was such a surreal experience. I was just like literally sweeping up the leaves at the end of the day, like 
I was on a movie. I was like a little shop girl in a Hallmark movie, like with my boots and my skirt, like sweeping up the leaves and like a really hot, like postal delivery service man was going to like walk through the door. It was amazing. I had a bunch of friends come and visit me and they bought stuff, but it was, so this, and this situation too, with her boutique, like her customers are, like, they know her very well, and she really helps them shop. Like, she's very much, like, a personal shopper for them or, like, recommends things for them. You know, like, women will come in there, and she will just pull stuff for them, and that's, like, okay, they they don't even try it on. Like, they know they're going to love it, and they walk out. So I, I really don't want to, like, undersell the role I had to play here for the day. So I was, yeah, I was just, like, so excited to do it. And then... um my first, so I went in, I like opened the store. I like packed my lunch because I was going to be there from 11 to five, I think, 10 to five. I don't remember. Like dirt the whole day. And um, yeah, I like got my lunch together. I was like so ready for the day. I think I got a matcha and the first woman who came in, she was going to visit her daughter who lived in Chicago and she didn't have any like cute new clothes to wear. And so she wanted to walk away with several outfits. So for the first hour and a half of us being open, like I, she was the only one in there. I just worked with her. I pulled her so many looks. We put together so many outfits. She was loving it. At the end, she was like, you were the perfect person for me to come in here and see today like I feel so good about these outfits like I know my daughter's gonna love them we're gonna have such a good time and I was just like this is this is the best thing that's ever happened to me on the planet earth like I can just die now like that was so cool she had such a great time that's why I've like loved person like oh my god there's just like such a good feeling I think it's such a good feeling when you know that other women like feel good in what they're wearing, because I know the feeling personally, that when you get a new outfit or you get an outfit or you find something, you're like, damn, I know I'm going to be able to put this article of clothing on whenever I need to. And like, it's going to feel good. And obviously that's not like every piece in your closet, right? Like not every piece in your closet is like the go-to comfort piece. But when you find those pieces, it's so good. And that's how she was feeling. She got some, like, really good stuff. And you can just see, like, their faces light up. And we would kind of talk through, like, maybe why this piece didn't work or, like, what could did she have at home that she could supplement with these outfits. So I would throw things out. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just see the wheels turning as she's, like, starting to put together outfits. Because I know this is a common thing. I've heard it a lot. Women, they don't know how to put outfits together. You know, they don't have to like make the whole complete look. They can know, they can identify, of, of course, like this is cute. I like this. I, this is my preference. But then when it's like comes time to put together the whole thing, a lot of people struggle. But I will say that's an area where I feel like I thrive. I love putting together outfit an outfit. So yeah, it was such a good time. I was so grateful for the opportunity. And she was obviously so grateful for me. Like that, you know, she could go on her weekend away and have someone run the store. But I was like, no, you actually are doing me a favor because it was a blast. I was so, I was wearing boots, like heeled boots and a skirt. And I had never worn those boots for that, like standing that long, that many hours. My back hurts, like, shout out to fucking retail workers. 
holy shit. My back hurt. I was drained, exhausted all day from talking to people and thinking about things and remembering where items are. It's like a memory game all the time that you're just like trying to remember where things were so you can quickly get to them. Size it, like what sizes do we have? All, the, that, all that kind of stuff. It was very mentally taxing for a Saturday for me, but also the best time. But yeah, I was, whew, I was struggling. But then that night, I was like, okay, no, we have to push through because that night, when fall came around, um, and like right now, we're so this is gonna come out the Thursday after, sorry, the Friday after Thanksgiving. That's another thing why I was like, this is a light episode. Like we've got to, we're gonna drop some like a little bit of a bombshell news. I don't know if it's bombshell news or not. Maybe people just like gathered that already because it's, you know, been since July that we've been together and you follow me on social media. So this, so yeah, it's coming out the Friday after Thanksgiving. I think the leaves will, I'm, what I'm trying to get to is like, is it still fall or am I in winter? But I think I'm, I'm still in fall. But I know people have their fucking Christmas decorations up already. Well, now that it's coming out of Thanksgiving, maybe you are decorating for Christmas as you're listening to this podcast, which I wouldn't really necessarily recommend. I would listen to Christmas music when I'm decorating for Christmas. But if you're listening to me, that's okay too. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. It is officially the start of the holiday season now that it's after Thanksgiving. But I'm not recording this after Thanksgiving because I'm going to be away. So I'm confused of the timing. But anyway, when fall first started to come around, I some somehow like Twilight got put on my radar again. I haven't seen the Twilight movies probably since they came out. And I don't know if I ever even saw all of the Twilight movies when they came out. But I was just like, this is like scratching the itch of it like being a fall kind of like spooky-ish movie and it just like it's rainy and cold and forks and I don't know it's like this is the perfect movie situation to be in for fall so I told my friends um hey I want to have a twilight night where we literally watch all the twilight movies like we just like hunker down we get some red wine I wanted to drink red wine because of like the red blood (laughs) and just like have a, a twilight movie night and it was like back and forth, back and forth. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? So we finally decided, okay, wait, let's just end up, let's just do it, right? When you're done working. And it was, I highly recommend doing this. You can still do this in the winter. This is still a good winter thing. But what we did, so our friends have the huge white restoration hardware cloud couch, if you're familiar if you've been in the restoration hardware like ever, you've known this huge, big white couch. It is the most comfortable couch on planet Earth, hands down. Like, I don't know how there is a more comfortable couch. You are just enveloped in a gooey goodness of fluff and heaven. And so they also have a projector. So this big, huge projector. So the four of us cozy up on this cloud couch after me slaving away at the shop all day being a little shop girly and I got wine we went to Trader Joe's and got tons of Trader Joe's fall snacks you know exactly what I'm talking about like the little cookies that are shaped like maple leaves that have cream in the middle those yep we ordered pizza 
We ordered boneless wings. We ordered, I think, cheesy bread. <laughs> we had like uh, Thanksgiving stuffing flavored popcorn from Trader Joe's. We had so many snacks and we had so much wine. And the one thing I do need to say is that right before we decided to do this movie night, we were at Say So and they always get our espresso, espresso martinis. And like, I love the taste of an espresso martini, but I don't drink caffeine anymore. So an espresso martini would be like me have, I think at least like me having a latte. And that would completely send me over the edge just in terms of like jitteriness and anxiety and my heart racing. But I really wanted to take part in the festivities. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to have half of one. And I was like, well, this should be fine because I'm literally so tired from like working all day long at my job and I'm going to need a little pick-me-up if I want to get through four movies of Twilight, which, okay, so I think there's five movies of Twilight. One, two, I don't know if there's three or four. I just know that whatever I thought the original number was, was not right. So I thought there were four and there were really five. Or I thought there were three and there were really four. I'm not sure. I can't even remember now. But I was like, how am I going to get through these? So I'm going to need a little bit of caffeine. So I had half of an espresso martini. I had a bottle of wine. I had like so many snacks. Was smoking weed. And I was up until 4.30 in the morning. On the cloud couch watching Twilight until 4.30 in the morning. The boys had fallen asleep. My friend Erin made it like pretty long with me, but then she fell asleep and it was just me up watching Twilight. We all four of us grown ass 30 something year old adults slept on the cloud couch that night. And we woke up and that's not fun. Waking up and not in your bed is just... It's not, as, as an adult and you're older, like when you're a kid and you're sleepovers, you're like on the couch, you're on an air mattress, you're on the floor. I would spend the night at people's houses all the time. Sometimes you're in someone else's, you know, you're in like a, a new bed or a different bed. Sometimes you're in their guest bedroom. Always a different place waking up, for me at least. I felt like I was quite nimble with, you know, the, the environment in which I was waking and sleeping. Not now. Not now. I like wake up at nine o'clock after I've been up till 4.30 and there's like the sun is streaming in through the living room windows and Jamie's probably snoring a little bit and Annie the dog is like trying to like burrow in and there's like humans all around me. I probably didn't brush my teeth. Like it's just, oh, it's just rough. And then I had to like get up and walk to my car and drive home in the morning. It's it was rough. That's the thing about all this fun. It doesn't come without consequence. So every time I'm talking about all the great fun that I'm having, and I'm having a fuckload of fun, there's always, there's always a price. And there's always a consequence to pay, to pay. Nothing is free. Nothing is free. So if you see me on Instagram posting all this fun, just know that behind the scenes too, there's suffering going on somewhere. Whether that's... <sighs> waking up and like having to peel a slice of pizza off your face as you move from the couch. 
Okay, what else? So it's Twilight. The Twilight Saga is so fun. I highly recommend doing it. The shows are so... The movies are so ridiculous. They're so funny. But it is, like, kind of hot even now. Like, I thought it was really hot when we were... I was 19 years old when I was reading the books. But they're still pretty hot. I mean, they're dated, but they're pretty hot. The other really fun thing that we did recently is that we wanted to go on vacation to Mount Adams. And what I mean by that is, you know, I live in OTR, around OTR. That's where I go out. That's where my friends are mostly. That's just like my little bubble. Mount Adams, I mean, I'm right now, I'm looking at Mount Adams. I can see it from my house. It's very close by. It's like, I don't know, a mile, if that, less than a mile to get to Mount Adams. It's like a whole different world up there because no one ever goes to Mount Adams. If you're a Mount Adams girly and you're listening and you're like, uh, we prefer to keep it that way, I'm sorry that I'm letting the secret out. Mount Adams used to obviously be the place to be. When I was like 22, 23, there was, that was the only place you went out. And then everyone had to fucking go down the hill at the bottom of the night to get a cab. And I have a huge scar on my knee because I fell in front of a live one on Halloween and scraped my knee on the hills. But now, you know... I don't want to say there's not much happening in Mount Adams because I think it's a gorgeous part of town and I have a lot of affection toward it. But, you know, there's not, like, that much happening in Mount Adams. But we wanted that feeling of just, like, going somewhere new and, like, living in a vacation moment. So on Saturday, a couple Saturdays ago, my friends and I were like, okay, let's vacation to Mount Adams. Flight leaves. At 9.55, make sure your toiletries are packed appropriately. So we started out with brunch at Luca Bistro, which is, I guess, like this little French spot. I had never heard of it, but apparently it's newer. The, the building itself, I think, have been a lot of different restaurants over time. Maybe it was an Indian restaurant at one point, I think. But now it's a little French spot. And it was good. It wasn't very crowded, so like there wasn't much of a... Wasn't much of an atmosphere, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. The food was okay. I got a croque madame, I think, and it was tasty. It was good. I would say I would give it about, I don't know, like a B plus. It provided a good place to start, but nothing to write home about and certainly not enough to like plan a vacation around. If you are thinking of vacationing to Mount Adams, you should do a couple more things just besides that. We went to Monks after that, obviously. And so it was like, okay, we were in France then we went to like Destin, Florida at Monk's and we had, of course, jello shots. How do you go to Monk's Cove without having jello shots? And they had leftover orange jello shots, jello shots from Halloween. Okay, really quick sidebar. Speaking of Halloween, I did have a vegan jello shot on Halloween when I was out at Homemakers and it was so fucking gross. I don't know how they make vegan jello shots like without the gelatin of the like animal, but it was disgusting. It was the texture, like the texture is so bad. It's like chunky, wet cement. But anyways, we sat outside of Monks and we just, we just treated Mount Adams like it was Italy. It's what we did. We just treated like we were on vacation. We sat outside, we drank, we talked, we laughed, we were silly. Then we went to... Crowley's, where my vodka soda was $2.86. My vodka, my Tito's and soda was $2.86. And 
we just like got silly there. We started to get drunk there, but then we went to. Oh, it used to be tap and go back in the day, but now I don't know the new name of it, but they have like indoor, outdoor, and we spent, I would say no less than $200 on the touch tunes where we just, we, we eventually were like, we spent so much money. Can you, and and we were the only ones there. We were the only ones at the bar. At most every bar we went to, except Crowley's. Crowley's was packed with like their, it seemed to be their usual, like, uh, uh, regular crew, but this other place, it was just us, and we were just paying so much money to listen to <laughs> Taylor Swift and Encanto, and who knows what else, more Taylor Swift, I'm sure, and so we were finally just like, can you please just give us the aux cord, because we've spent so much money playing music, and we had, I had some other, some other girlies, like, meet us out there, too, it was fun, we were just being silly, Went to another bar. By then, I was absolutely starving. So we went to the Mexican place. Forgive me as well. I don't remember the name of it. But it's all right there. Like, it's everything is, like, the same as it always was. It's just different names, basically. I got a little bite to eat. I got a little chicken quesadilla to keep me going. And then we ended the night at the Blind Lemon, as one does. The Blind Lemon was popping. And a young crowd, too. Like, it was... There was a lot going on. I got a drink I really didn't like. They sell like really cute, cozy, warm, um, spiked drinks, alcoholic drinks. So that's fun. Like special hot chocolates and peppermints and stuff. I really hate peppermint though. And I think that's maybe what I got. Or I don't know, it was just too strong. Something about it was not good. But I would definitely go back to Blind Lemon. That's like really a cute, fun spot for a little winter, uh, a little winter extravaganza. What else have I been doing that's really fun? Oh, being a football girly. I think I've been doing an excellent job of being a football girly. I could be doing better. It's hard. Like, I love tailgating. I've tailgated for the Saturday, sorry, the Sunday night game when a couple weeks ago or, like, yeah, whenever that was. That was fun. That felt like high school. Like, I'm in the parking lot of the tailgate and, like, is my crush going to walk by, like, do my new jeans from Old Navy look cool? Like, oh, I love that atmosphere. So much fun. I got to see the mask finally, the Joe Burrow mask. That was cool, but also weird. Like, as a religious city, as a Catholic, as a Catholic city that we are, and a lot of people are, oh, I really actually don't know if they're practicing Catholics or just like Cincinnati, German Catholic. I don't really know. But I would assume, yes, there's a lot of Catholic schools. This It's like a thing. And I'm like, are we okay with that? You know, I was raised Catholic. I'm no longer a practicing Catholic. But I went to Catholic school, and it was a little – it touched a couple of weird nerves that I didn't even know I had. I'm like, are we allowed to do that? Are we allowed to say it like that? Like, it's so much like – the holy sacred version but like I guess if we don't believe that's holy and sacred then it's fine or like do the bangles just transcend that and we can make religion bend to our will or religious ceremony I don't know it was weird I mean I'm, I'm I believe me I did not give it much thought I thought it was like actually hilarious and great but a couple of it I was like whew, it just like made me pause it, it gave me pause but so fun and where I went, I went to ENO to watch the the game while my friends went into the game. 
And that's like a fucking club on game days, I guess. I don't know. Now, again, that I am in the solo single era, like, hit me up with the spots to go out because your girl is going out. Like, I will say yes to just about any fun social situation because why not? It's great. I love having fun. I've already, I've talked about this so much and you'll hear me start to bring this more into conversation with guests of like, what do you people do for fun? What do you, like what I consider fun that I'm talking about? Some of you might be listening and be like, that is a fucking nightmarish. Like I want to be home and in my own space and, you know, what, whatever it is that is, like, so fun to you that you're listening to me and you're like, that does not sound fun. Like, you sound psychotic or that's, I don't like it. Which is, it's no judgment, right? I would hope so. I hope you're not judging my fun. I'm not judging your fun. But I love, but I'm just interested. I'm curious. Like, where are people, how are people having fun these days? Are we having fun? Can we talk more about fun? How do we make our lives more fun? That's the journey that I'm on right now. Um, I think that's just about it. So I appreciate everyone listening and getting uh, a little fun update on my experience. Join Patreon. That's all I can say. Join Patreon. You won't won't regret it. If you do regret it, just... If you do regret it, just unsubscribe, unjoin, let me know, and I'll Venmo you back your $8.99. I promise. You have my word. But I think you should do it. There's a lot of fun happening over there. Speaking of fun. Um, all right, that's it. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Here we go into the holiday season. It, before we know, it's going to be over. We're going to blink. It's going to be over. If you listen to this episode late, it's already like fucking two days till Christmas. We got it. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Chrissy Gurley, K-R-I-S-S-Y-G-I-R-L-I-E and at What The Fit Podcast. If you're loving What The Fit, please help spread the word. Send it to a friend, share it to your story. And if you are looking for even more exclusive content, become a Patreon member. You can find it at patreon.com slash whatthefitpodcast. Love ya.